Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Joe Burrow, who's coming back game one. We'll get to that in a minute. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. If you found the show, guys, that's great. Do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 794 subscribers. Now, not really a bone to pick with you guys, but just if you guys could do me a favor. I'm glad everybody in Bearcat country enjoyed the interview with Melvin Levitt. I'm looking at it right now. I have... 273 views on Bearcat Country, which is awesome. That's great. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. That's awesome. I have like 60 <laughs> on the YouTube channel, and that's kind of where I want the views to go. So if you don't mind, and you're watching on Bearcat Country, or you're watching on Bengals Nation, or you're watching on Bucknuts, wherever you're watching the show, please do me a favor. If you like what, what I'm doing, go to YouTube, watch it there, hit the subscribe button, make the change colors, hit the notification bell, Give me a subscription and give me a view. I would greatly appreciate that. All right, let's get into this thing. Joe freaking Burrow, if you did not hear, was on Cowherds. Excuse me, says his name wrong. Cowheads show. Now, if you want to watch the full interview, I have it uh, tagged at the top of the of Bengals Nation. You can watch the whole video. You might have to turn the sound up a little bit because I was recording it off my TV, but the entire video is there. Now, these are some questions that Cowhead asked Joe that I thought were pretty interesting. All right, Cowhead. Did you and Zach hit it off quickly or did it take a while? Joe, it was immediate. I think Zach is going to be a great coach for a long time. I'm happy to be in the position I am in to help build this organization. But it's going to be Zach. It's going to be on Zach's back. He's the leader of what we are going to do, and he's awesome. So, if you guys saw what I posted on Bengal Station and Strawberry Ice, uh, Joe's tweet yesterday where he was backing Zach, I said, "Hey, if Joe's in, I'm in." I still don't think he's a great coach, but I, if Joe's in, I'm in. All right, now Cowhead Rehab. How has the rehab gone for you, Joe? Rehab has gone really well. I'm past the worst part. I'm starting to feel like a normal human. I can walk around and put on my own clothes, do what I need to do. First week and a half, two weeks was pretty miserable. Need to help doing everything. But I'm getting more independent, and it's going to be nice to get some alone time and not having to rely on everyone for a little bit. Here's the th key thing. Things are on track to start the season the way I need to. It gets better. Cowhead. Some suggest that you won't be ready for the season opener. What's your gut feeling? Deep down inside, what do you feel? Now, this is the part I love. If you watch, you got to watch the video. I put this part in quotations. With a cocky little smile. Joe said, I think I'll be ready. I think I'll be just fine. Boom, baby. Take that, Jeremy. Game, game one. Joe Frigaburro is going to be back. Speaking of, 
Jeremy D. And my boy, Mike Kyle Jr. What's up, boys? What's up? I'm just praying. I was praying. praying? I was just praying. praying. Yeah. I'm hoping he's back. But Oh, he will be. So, Jeremy, I know you haven't been on the show in the last couple of days. And right. there's lots of trash talk yeah. from Alabama. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know, Saban's daughter tweeted something out. And, yeah. uh, I, know. I, I know you've been chomping at the bit to, to, to say a few things about it. So, this, have at it, brother. This is just the what She deleted her tweet, but uh, nothing gets past. The J- the Jeremy D. Meister. Okay, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing. So, here is what Kristen Saban Satas uh-huh. said, and I'm guessing she said it kind of, you know, like this: If you're not confident to play, then just say it. I call BS on the COVID cases. They're just worried about the QB. And want him to have more time to heal. If he's hurt, put in your backup. We did that five years ago with our third string and beat you. <laughs> you didn't see us postpone the rest of the season to wait for Waddle to come back. Bye. <laughs> I got something for you, little girl. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she's not a little girl, but it's probably our age. The Buckeyes have already, they tweeted out right after that tweet that she quickly, quickly deleted. Mm-hmm. That they are 100% ready to play on Monday night, the 11th. This Boom. Monday. And it don't matter who's out there, who's playing, who's got COVID and sitting at home. If half of our team is available, we will be playing. Here is what Day said. When asked about COVID-19 concerns, it doesn't matter to reporters. We'll have plenty of players. So if we end up having to use our water boy, okay, we'll go to Adam Sandler on this one. If we got to use our water boy, (laughs) hey, Day, guess what? You won't get a shower at the end of the game, baby. But we'll still get that W. You know what I'm saying? So, enough of this mess, all right? Now, Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick, Mm -hmm. Danny, Danny O. Patrick, just come out and said five hours ago, Ohio State is very close to availability limits versus Alabama, which means we may not have a starting linebacker core. We might not have a defensive line. Um. We may not have cornerbacks. We not our offensive line. We don't know. But guess what? We're not running Alabama. We met you guys five years ago. Y'all ain't no better than you were five years ago. We whooped you. We whooped you with a (laughs) third string quarterback. So if you got a problem, go read the Ohio State tweets right back at little Miss Saban. And she has heard just as well as her daddy that we ain't running from nothing no matter how many players are out for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And that's all I got to say about that. So you're a little fired up about that? I know you haven't been on for like two days, but you feel better? You good? I feel like a big weight's been lifted off my shoulders, Jeff. (laughs) 
Oh, Jesus. All right. Alan Trinople, my crazy cousin, wants to know where I got this 513 hat. I actually got it in uh, North Carolina. <laughs> so I get asked that a lot. I haven't seen it anywhere else. That's where I got it from. But we got a first uh, first caller here. TC, hey, what's up, buddy? What's up? What's, what's up, going man? on, brother? What's up? Uh, I just had I had to rethink this offseason so far. About what? About them bringing Zach back, first of all. I don't think that should have happened, but I figured that was going to happen. Amen. And uh, and you're right. We, we, uh, Joe's kind of, If we get Joe back first game, I, we, we could go to the playoffs. If Zach can get the coaching together, we could. Well, we got to get the offensive line fixed and the defensive line fixed. You get that fixed, we're going to be good. Because, look, if you go from one of the worst offensive lines to, I don't know, one of the better ones in a year, which you can – and same thing with defense, a line, that changes a lot of stuff. Because I've said this on multiple shows. If you can run the ball, and you can stop the run, and you can get to their quarterback, and you can protect yours, most games you're going to win. That's the key to football, you know? And if you got a guy like Joe Burrow back there, excuse me, Joe freaking Burrow back there, he's going to tear you up. Now, one thing I did find interesting, actually – it was a little frustrating with 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 the interview. Not 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 with Joe, and not even not with Cowhead. But Joe brought up the Indianapolis game, where he threw the the interception, and he said to lose the game, which I think's bull. I'm calling BS because they had a 21 point lead, and Armadillo backed up 25 feet. So on his on the DBs or on the wide receivers, that's the reason we lost. Yes, Joe threw a pick, but he should have never been in that position to try to come back and win the game. That's why Armadillo should be gone. Yeah, and uh, TC, I, I I missed the uh, Tuesday show, wasn't it, Jeff? Did you, you you've already been over to Lou? I'm guessing this has already kind of been a beaten horse, but pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm with you. Um, no matter what you may have said, because I'm guessing it was not you weren't happy, and I'm not happy to bring back the worst defense in the NFL the 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 team that gave up the fifth most rushing yards in NFL history after recording stats okay is just unbelievable to me and I'm sorry I'm a Bengal fan through and through I'll have NFL ticket next year if I'm already not in Ohio, I, 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 it, well, you never know. But what? 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 Are we hearing breaking news here? Yeah, huh? you, huh? Never know. you never know, man. You never know, buddy. I uh, may be coming up there to wring your neck myself, Jeff. What? But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I just I don't like bringing back something like that to end the year on that kind of a defensive note is embarrassing. And I don't know what you think about it, Mike. And then TC, you can go on with whatever you know. Yeah, I, I think that was a bad move on the Bengals' part. They should have just let him go and, and got somebody else to come in here because you're like either Jeff said or you said, Jeremy, it's going to be the same result, you know. So well, not necessarily. They can I mean, make the it's, if it's not, that's not necessarily true. If they get the offensive and defensive line fixed, it's not necessarily going to be the exact same result. I mean, there's a chance, but if you get better players, you have a better chance of yeah. winning. So yes, oh, even well, with bad coaching. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, yeah. Well, we got a couple. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah. TZ. Um, did they resign? They didn't resign that offensive line coach, right? Jim Turner, or whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure he's gone. I he think does. he's gone, and the defense line coach, Nick Easton. I was just yeah, making yeah. sure. 
He is absolutely. Yeah, yeah Brad. Yep. Uh, Brad here on the chat says hopefully they will get the O line coach from the Lions. He interviewed today. Oh, did he? Okay, that's, yep. I did. Yep. Okay, that's good because yep. uh, Crown said their offensive line was pretty good. Which, yep. to be honest, I didn't watch a Lions game, so I I, I couldn't tell you if, the, if their line was good or not. Well, I can act like it, but I watched two. So, <laughs> well, two there, yeah, that's, that's two more two more than I watched. Well, <laughs> Thanksgiving I mean, game. Well, and I, then take one other. <laughs> I take that back. Yeah, Thanksgiving game. Out. Oh, well, actually, I take that back. I probably yeah, I watched the Thanksgiving game. There yeah. you go. You watched. So, I watched one. And then if they were ever on red zone, I watched them, but I was I didn't pay attention to their offensive line. It was a freaking Lions. Is that good? I, they say it's better. I, I don't know. Oh, one game, I didn't think they did pretty good. I thought they did well, not as bad as our line, but they did average, I guess. Yeah. Well, thing, well <clears throat> go ahead, Jeff. Well, I say the thing is with our line, the problem they have now is with Trey Hopkins being injured, you're gonna have to get a guard slash center. Plus a tackle now, which you had to get that anyway, but you got to have a guard instead of just getting a guard, you got to get a guard who can play center. And then if when Hopkins comes back, either Hopkins moves back to guard or that guy who are signed moves from guard to center, you know, either or that's got to happen. So you got to get you definitely have to get two offensive linemen now. So, which to be honest, that might not be a bad thing that that happened. I mean, it's bad that Trey got hurt, yeah. but I can see the Bengals half-assing it and just saying, hey, let's get a tackle, and I think we're good with yep. what we have. Well, they have to get a center right now. Billy Price cannot be our starting center until Trey Hopkins comes back. He cannot. No. So, you, and the thing is, like like Ken and, and these other guys that come on here, we, if Suell isn't there, we don't necessarily have to draft him. You know, if he's not there, which he might not be, he might be, who knows? You can sign guys. You, you know – it doesn't all have to be fixed in the draft. It could be a lot like last year. And I think the offseason is going to be a lot like last year, where last year it was they concentrated completely on the defense because Armadillo wanted to switch to a 3-4 and he never freaking played it, <laughs> which never made any sense to me. But that's what they were designed to do. Yeah. So hey, go ahead. yeah, I'm I, I just I'm I'm just agreeing with you. Uh Billy Price is we cannot afford to get there, you know. They're saying four to six, maybe weeks into the season that Hopkins could be gone. We cannot afford to put Billy Price at center um, no. unless we want Burrow just completely gone again and maybe forever. So that can't happen. So that changes the whole draft perspective quite a bit, in my yeah. view. I just, you know, and people say, well, wait a second, how can Burrow come back? How can he come back? Before Hopkins, but Hopkins only tore an ACL. I said, "Well, it's a lot." I've told a lot of people this. Um, Three hundred pounds. Exactly. <laughs> You've got not only the weight deal, but you also have a center who hikes the ball and then uses his leverage from from his knees to push up and block a man. That's something that a quarterback well, does not have to do. So you have damn near two months difference you know joe burrow got hurt at the beginning of november yeah, yeah. and trey hopkins got hit hurt at the end of december it's not exactly too much but it's almost two months of rehab and everything that burrow already got through true you know so but people that, are just saying thing. acl mcl more damage mm -hmm. in the knee than also how right. and that's i've just been trying to explain that to him is is right what, what i'm getting at you know now, what, do you, Alan, what do you got i always got a good comment here what i what i was saying as far as the, the coaches go, he said, an O-line coach teaches talent, 
how to play together. Now you need talent. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That this team, everybody wants to get mad at Zach, which I I'm not happy with him. But you, the bigger <laughs> issue you should you should got everybody needs to look at is who set the team up. And I don't want to hear Zach Taylor because I don't think Zach Taylor is in complete control of picking his players. I think Duke Tobin is the one who's most responsible for picking the players. He's the one that set up this offensive and defensive line with no talent. I mean, the defense line, if they didn't get hurt, if DJ Reader did not get hurt, it would have been a lot different. But the offensive line, they didn't do anything. You know, so to me, that's on Duke Tobin. And what I like, I saw, I don't know if you guys saw the show Tuesday. Me and Ken were talking, and I he wanted to know what the identity of the Bengals were. And, uh, you know, it's Joe Burrow. And I said a three-step drop because that's all they could do consistently. That's all the offensive line would let them do. He couldn't take a five-step drop. Didn't have enough time. You just take a three-step drop. Everybody's like, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Well, if you're making – if Mixon is making his first cut in the backfield, it's awful hard to run the ball. So, again, it goes to what Allen was saying. you got to have talent. And that's what I've been saying all year is they got to have talent. They have talent – they just don't have it all in the right spots. The two biggest spots you need talent at, at is the offensive defensive line. Perfect case in point, the New England Patriots. You know, everybody talks about, you know, Brady's able to make these guys better than they are. He also has time and he did not get hit. You know, if Joe Burrow can get a consistent offensive line like Brady did, he could play for 20 years just like Brady has. That's the key to this whole thing. You got to fix that. Offensive and defensive line. Well, and I'll just say this real quick, and then TC, I'll let you go say what you want to say, and Mike, same way. But um, you know, it, we brought all these guys in thinking we were going to have lanes mm-hmm. across from WJ three with Bates in the middle and Von Bell in the yep. middle of the field, free safety, strong safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to have our linebackers. We knew that was going to be a work in progress because they were rookies. And we thought we were going to have Reader beside a healthy Geno. And that's why Mike and Brown. Mike Daniels. And Mike Daniels. Well, yeah. yeah, he came in a little bit late. But, yeah. Um, and, and that's what Mike Brown was thinking when he spent all this money, that this was going to be the year. This was, Joe Burrow was going to have a great year. But one thing we forgot about was injuries can happen. Mm-hmm. So you got to have backups, not LaShawn damn Sams. Okay. <laughs> um, You've got to have a you've got to have backups, and you've also got to protect the guy that you just went and spent tons of money on defense to keep people from scoring, and the guy you're trying to get to score is getting nailed or creamed every time he throws the ball. It can't happen that way, and and we just did we we tried. It looked good on paper, but at the end of the day. I don't know what you think, Mike or TC, whatever, but you know, it just, it just didn't all pull together for me at all. Well, like I said, it's just to win in this league, you have to have consistency in all areas, no matter if it's the offense line, defense line, special teams. Now, I will give the Bengals credit on one thing, though, is they did keep Darren Simmons. That was the best thing they've done. Oh, he's one of his best special yep. team coaches in football. I, I, he, I mean, somebody said it on here multiple times that he should be a head coach. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't gotten a shot at it. So what, what else you got, TC? I just want to comment on that. Uh, when we, actually, let me comment on this. If, if, if Say the offensive line, say this is in the future or something. We have a good offensive line. Imagine Burrow having time to throw the ball. Right. Oh, yeah. man. 
have, have imagine Mixon having holes to actually run through. I mean, oh, yeah. oh. Mixon has never had an offensive line since he's been here. I, I said this Tuesday. If he has a line, he's going to get fifteen hundred yards. He could get two thousand yards. Oh, yeah. If he has a line, he's yep. got to have a line. He can't like, make the first cut in the backfield. <laughs> exactly. And like they said about Burrow, you know, uh, a lot of the an uh, analysts this year, you know, well, he's holding on to the ball just a little a second too long, just a half second too long. Well, you know what? I'm sick and tired of watching all these other teams. Their quarterback sits back there, he moves to the left a little bit, or he rolls around to the right, and he's just standing there by himself for six seconds. I'd like to see one play where, where Burrow, unless he was running around or completely just – you know, the play was broken and he was trying to make something out of nothing where he got six to seven, eight seconds of just sitting around looking at receivers. It's never happened for Burrow that way. And it's got to start happening. I'm not saying we're ever going to get eight, six seconds, but you know where I'm getting at with it. It's It's got to be fixed. Look, if they get, if they get Suell, if that works out and he's as good as they say he is, which I don't know, I guess I've never put my eyes on him except for on tape and on tape, he looks pretty good, but lots of guys look good on tape. But if he is as good as they say he is, and you can go out and sign um, a guy, the, the guard from New England, I can't remember. It's Ken said his name. I, I don't know if he can play center or not. Tony. Yes, yes. I don't know if I don't know if he can play center for a little while until until um, Hopkins gets back. But if you do that, or, or if you get Trey Waynes, you know, in the second round, which I don't know, if Waynes is a guard. He's there. He hasn't played center. We tried to make a guard a center from Ohio State and Billy Price, and that didn't work. So you guys got. He's a different beast, though. <laughs> yeah, he, he might. Right. So he might. He might work out if you can get those two. Dude, I'm telling you, if you get those two, if it works out, which it's a big if because the way the draft may or may not fall, we could fix our fix our line, and then you can get guys in the in the later on in the draft and and, and in free agency. Anybody else, Thomas? Oh uh, yeah, I just I don't think it's a big deal if you don't get them. There's always you know other good players in the draft, and there's always yeah, the third round. Oh man, Jamar Chase should be there. I mean, there's a lot of. Well, this 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 draft is full of offensive and defensive linemen. There's a yeah. lot of good ones. A lot right. of good ones. We don't need to stretch. Exactly. All right, TC, man. Appreciate you. Thanks. Yep. TC, well, you take care, brother. Well, I did see uh, – I did post this in Bengals Nation real quick that uh, the Bengals did miss Sue well in the uh, mock. Yeah. Uh, so, it really doesn't drafts. mean nothing. Uh, but. Yeah. I, I, look, if all you guys put your weight in a mock draft – <laughs> I mean, that's it's a mock draft. It's it doesn't mean anything. I mean, that doesn't mean how it's going to work out. I mean, right. Anyway. All right. Brad said uh, maybe draft a Bengals guard if he decides to enter the draft, which he says he is. Yeah, that's Hopkins, or or not Hopkins. Um, yes, the guy got thrown out. Bearcats guard. Yeah, he's a left tackle. So I think that's who he's talking about. Oh, okay. The guy. Okay. The guy got thrown out of the game. I can't yeah, remember. I, his name I right saw now. that moronic play. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, Crip says – oh, wait, Natural's on. My bad. Hold on, Natty. Natty. What's up, Natty? What's going hey, on, Natty? What's up, Natty? Good. Uh, I mean, uh, I, we have no identity on offense, honestly. Like, I, I don't know if we want to be this uh, Rams heavy run play action scheme or if we're just going to air it out most of the time. Like, I, I don't – honestly, I don't know what – what direction Look, they're going to go off. I've said this before. If you guys go back, if you guys have the tape of the Tennessee Titans game and the way we ran the ball and where we threw the ball there, that to me is the way Zach wants to, his offense to run. It was balanced. It was uh, run the ball, run the ball, 
pass it. It wasn't just pass it 500 times. That's the way I think Zach wants to do it. And that was really the only game that they were able to do that in. So that, that's I, – I know, I know that now you keep saying this all the time. Well, what, what's the identity? That's what I think the identity is. That's what I think he wants to get to is a balanced attack. If you listen to what Zach has said, that's what he's trying to get to. And if you watch what they've tried, you know, they, if you don't have the offensive line, it's hard to do it. And that game, they had the offensive line, and Tennessee didn't get to Joe, and they actually created holes to run the ball. If you look at the game against Houston, where, you know, Brandon Allen was upright. You know, we ran the ball a ton, and we and we also threw it as a balanced attack. The games we won where our offensive line actually worked, that's what we did. So that, to me, is what Zach wants to do, in my opinion. Well, and, and I'll tell you one thing, too, though. Um it's kind of changing. Not, it's not totally completely changing the subject here, but you know, when you look at Baltimore, the way we played against Baltimore, it was embarrassing. But yes, yes, I I said one thing when they drafted one guy, and that was J.K. Dobbins out of the Ohio State University. So if there's any Bucknuts out there, let's go, Natty. I think you're a Buckeye, ain't you? No, I don't have a college team. Um, he's, just, he's just pro. Uh, no, I'm not blaming yeah. anybody. Um, yeah. But you know what? He tore us up, and this is his first year. There are years to come with this kid. We've got to build up our, like Jeff was saying. You know, we've got to not not only just our offensive line and be happy with that and think, oh, everything's going to be great because we'll put up 35 points a game. Well, if our defense is giving up 40 a game, and it, that that's not helping us any, so. Mm. Uh, you know he he's gonna be a he's gonna be a Bengal killer man, and we're gonna have to have somebody to stop this kid soon because he will be the starter next year, in my opinion. And we've got to build from the inside out, defensive line, offensive line, out. See what's next. If we have to take Jamar Chase, I'll take Jamar Chase, but that's only if we have to because I didn't like taking John Ross. Now Anthony just said the only thing is they signed a four Joe only signed a four year deal. That's all Joe could sign. It's a rookie deal. They all signed that. That's not just Joe. But you are right. They got to fix it fast. That's fifth-year option. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a rookie deal. But that, and that's the thing. That's what uh, Patrick Mahomes did. You sign these rookie co- quarterbacks to these these deals, these five, four or five-year deals with less money. You go win a Super Bowl then. Ben, what's going on? Welcome what's to going the on, show. Ben? Guess you are, guess you are new. <laughs> you must be a bug nut, brother. You just made Jeremy's day. <laughs> Come on, man. You're my new man now, man. You got to stick with it, PG. If you want to get on the show on the on the live live link, just go to the top of the chat. It's clicked on there, and you come on just like Natty did. So what's going on? What else, Natty? What what else you got? I mean, uh, what do you think we should do about Geo, though? As far as what? Because uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. P. Ryan looked pretty good in the snaps he played in, and if, if P. Ryan's a, a decent enough pass blocker, I honestly do think Gio is a bit of a replaceable running uh, back. What did, the, what, what did the Ravens do to us? Did they run three running backs? Run three That's running true. backs. You, there's, no, there's no rule saying you can't run three running backs. Trayvon That's Williams looked pretty good, too. I mean <laughs> – And this kid actually got a chance. That's, I mean, if, if I – me, you keep as much talent as you can. I mean, Piron showed he can play. Geo showed he can play. We know Mixon can play. So that's two more weapons that I think um, Zach should use next year. 
you know? So I don't I think get, it's a, a bad thing at all. I, I get where you're coming, though, Natty, because we've got to sign these guys. We've got to re-sign them. Like, we got WJ3, you know, he's up. We, we've got to sign him. Um, there, yeah, there's really. a lot of players. Hubbard, he's coming up. we, we got to sign him. I mean, there's quite a few players that's going to hinder us a little bit right. in free agency. And I just hope – got I got to answer this one real quick. Go ahead. Uh, Anthony says, right, but Joe might leave if it's not fixed since Brown is cheap. Okay. No. Have you guys ever seen any of the Bengals superstars leave? He pays them. A.J. Green got paid. Carson Palmer got paid. Andy Dalton got paid. Dunlap Joe Burrow will paid. get paid. I mean – Yeah. That, Joe Burrow will get paid. So, yeah, everybody – Mike Brown is cheap, but when it comes to his quarterbacks and his star players, he is not. He will pay him. That is not going to be a problem. I yep. don't see it. I mean, unless Joe doesn't want to stay. That's the only thing, and I don't see Joe doing no. that. I just don't. He, he's going to stick with us till the end. The only thing I see restricting us from another big free agency, and I don't know what Mike might think about this, but um, is – the talent that we have now, some of them are going to have to be re-signed. And depending on how much we offer WJ3 and the rest, uh, it's it's going to well, impact is, look, what we do. Look, if WJ3 costs too much money to for us to be able to go get other stuff, there's other cornerbacks that are free agents. You can go you can go get one that maybe not the caution, but you but it's still as good. The I see some is, taking us a cornerback well, in the first round, and it's just I, like I don't. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. But the thing is, like I said, if you fix that defensive line, it makes your secondary better. So I'm not saying I don't want to sign Willie J3. I'm just saying. I love him. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, he's great. I want to see him and Tra- Trayvon Waynes and, 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 and Bell out there next year. I want to see all of them out there. But Thanks. I don't yeah. think, yeah, I don't think. It, that if he costs too much money, just go get somebody else, you know, because because the, the point is you got to take your money and you got to fix that defense line. You got to get pressure on the quarterback. You got to protect the quarterback. That's, I, go ahead. Well, as far as the whole Geno Atkins goes, um, and I agree with you, Jeff, about the whole William Jackson, you know, uh, if you can get a defensive line or an offensive lineman somewhere, go get them. But as far as Geno Atkins, I think, uh, Natty, you said uh, about should he stay or should he go? In my opinion, I think he should – I think I they should they, just they, cut him. They've already told him they're cutting him. Oh, okay. Because yep. so, yeah. he's 32 years old. Like, you shouldn't have to keep a guy around that long if you want to improve your team. Now, Anthony's got another thing. That they, yeah. They're getting burned a lot. Well, and, another thing – if you get pressure on the quarterback and they can't stand back there for 10 seconds to throw the freaking ball, that helps the cornerbacks. Again, that's what I keep saying. you got to fix the offensive and defensive line. It fixes so much stuff. Sorry. Jeff, Jeff must be from Pittsburgh because he just stole everything I was about to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Anthony, you know what? WJ3, dude, he's he's a solid corner, man. And there's a lot of teams that, that have are, have already come out and said they'd, they'd love to have him. There will be uh, a, a line out the door for WJ3. I just hope he stays here. I hope he'll take a decent contract. I hope we don't have to tag him. I don't think he is a top corner in no, the league. He's not top. No. By that's, why that's why I don't think he's going to get a ton of money. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a problem. No, but there, there's going to be a lot of teams that want him. 
Go ahead, Natty. I think he'll set the market because the uh, quarterback is the premium position. You maybe got like 10 to 15 guys in the league that are legit shut down corners and everybody exactly. else is good. And, and the thing is, is we do need to address pass rush. But the problem is if you let WA3 go, you're making another uh, hole for yourself because who's going to replace him? Phillips. My man. My uh, man. Right. Uh, McKenzie. You want Sims there? Like, I think he is a priority. You need to resign oh, no. him. Now the problem Joe, is, I, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't saying he wasn't a priority. I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying I don't think it's gonna be a problem signing him. And if if he someone wants to go pay him shut down corner money, then go ahead because I think they could find another one in free agency for less money who could do what what as good as what Willie J three is doing. If you get pressure on that quarterback, that's the thing that changes that. Now, Ben, Ben's got a, a message here for you, Jeremy. Yes, sir, Jeremy. I think Burrow is for sure loyal and thought the mixing deal was a power move. What do you guys think about that deal? I do. I mean, you know what? I, it didn't bother me one bit. I, I'll I, Honestly, I think he took less money to stay here. It, yep. wasn't, it wasn't a Zeke Elliott deal. It wasn't nope. a Christian McCaffrey deal. Nope. Joe, Joe Mixon, I think, wanted to stay here. And he he got he got his money, but he didn't break the bank, you know. So I think it's I think it was a good deal for both. To be honest, because that, that was one of the big talks in this last offseason was do you sign AJ or do you sign Mixon? And I kept saying you got to sign Mixon because I said AJ hasn't played in two years at the time, and we don't know what he's you know he's older. Mixon is hitting his prime. Yep. And and look at the attitude, man. I mean, just look look at Mixon. He's not from Ohio. He's not. He he you know he he came here through the draft. And who's the biggest cheerleader on this team? Mixon. Joe Mixon, man. Who's up standing on the, you know, on, on the sidelines, up on the benches, swinging the towels around and throwing them up in the crowd? And Joe Mixon, that's the type of guy you want. And it, it we didn't pay him because he sucked. He's a, no, on no. top of being a cheerleader. That's He's also a saying. bad man. Just think how good he'll be if we get an offensive line where he can freaking run. <laughs> like, I mean, exactly. just – He's good now. Just wait till we actually—he actually has holes. He doesn't have to make a cut in the backfield. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just imagine how dominant this whole team can be when they get a defensive line and a couple pass rushers and an offensive line. Burrow will have all the time in the world to throw. Right. It's so. just like Crown. I've said this a million times on the show. You start from the lines. You move from the inside out. That's how you build a team. And you do that with Joe Burrow, with Joe Mixon, dude. We're gonna be good. And we're, I'm telling you, we're going to be good. But they got to. Uh, but it's got to be a really. It's got to be a good line. You got to go from one of the worst lines to one of the best lines, both sides. But that can be fixed in a year. It can be. It's, you know, your defensive line. You already got DJ Reader. You got you got Lawson. You got Hubbard. So you need a couple more pieces to be able to put pressure in. So you get the biggest thing to me is get a rotation, and you need that one big guy. Like Carlos Dunlap was that dude to come off the edge. We need to find that dude to come off the edge to get pressure on it. And then you have a rotation with them, and then you have Reader, and if they keep Daniels, have them come out the middle, it could it could be a lot different. Yep. Yep. What you got on it, Natty? Uh, I agree with Jeff. I, I mean, my personal opinion, we should do what the Browns do with their offense. Well, they're running like two, three running backs, and then they're yes. just play-actioning. Uh, right. You take all that pressure off of Joe Burrow, you drop them back less, your offensive line uh, stabilizes and you're able to get a run going. 
then Joe Burrow's not dropping back 50 times a game. And then you're basically controlling the clock. You're controlling the time of possession and you're tiring out the defense and tiring them out uh, Mm because defenses today aren't really uh, built to play the the run. They're built more for the pass. But if if you could do that, you know, I I think you, you ease Joe Burrow in. He gets a little more comfortable. That maybe the team wins a few more games and they're not supposed to. I mean, you know, the, that's, next that's next year's oh, next year's schedule next year's schedule is no joke. I mean, it's it's not going to be for a four win team. It's it's no joke. So I mean, it's it ain't going to be easy. But I mean, this, this year division, was easy. That's yeah, why this, Brown went and spent all the money. <laughs> yeah, well, he we spent the NFC money. least. Yeah, he 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 needs to go. He needs to go spend the money again this next off season. I have to. What was that, bud? In the trenches is where they need to spend all that money. There yes. you go. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Because, uh, man, I, I tell you what, I like P. Ryan. Like, he's he's a, a real effective back. Like, he just hits the hole. Whereas sometimes Mixon, he gets stopped in the backfield because he gets a little too patient. He, he, he wants to jump around a little too much. P. Ryan just hits it. And that's why he's able to just pick up the – and I think uh, P. Ryan and Mixon complement each other well. So I, I do like our backfield going into the next season. Yeah, I do, too. I, Depending yeah. on what we decide to do with Gino or uh, Gio, you know, um, Trayvon Williams, is, is he a, you is know, he a free agent? He's, a chance. he's looked good. I, did, did I no, miss something? Is, is like, Gio free agent? No. They no, I think we're, we're playing trade bait games here, I think. Okay, because as far as I know, Gio's under contract, so yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, draft, trade bait, trade bait, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could get something good in return for him, maybe like a third, fourth round pick, because you know a lot of teams are going to want Gio back there, just pass blocking, just on the fact that he's able to pick up linebackers and pick up blitzes. I, I think he'll add something to another team, but uh, I, I think right now I think we're good with him, Piran, and Mixon. Right. So, so you're off the the geo train. Well, I mean, if if they trade him, I'm not gonna cry about it. But um, I mean, if uh, like I I guess I, I agree with Jeff where he said you just gotta keep gathering and collecting talent, and I think letting you geo go. Be, I mean, got to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this year should tell you you can never have enough talent because you never know who's going to get hurt because somebody's going to get hurt. It's football, so you gotta have a, at least one or two guys behind that guy who can come in and play for. However many games you need, so you can never have enough talent. There's a Facebook yeah. user. Do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports of Strawberry Ice, subscribe, and comment there so your name pops up. We know who you are. But he said he or she says, what do you guys think about Darius Stills and the draft to help with the D-line? You know, I could, I could see, you know, picking him up if he's, you know, if we're talking first round, if we're – it it depends on where where he or she's talking. You know, if it's if it if we're talking yeah. about our fifth pick, no, no, no. But, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I like him, but not he's not fifth pick. Second second round, yeah. But I mean, I'm telling you, if Wade Davis or what? I say Wade Davis. That's a Reds pitcher. Wyatt Davis, if he's there, I'm taking him. Yep. I am taking him. Uh, I anything else, Natty? No, I'm good. I, I'm. Uh, I'll take my leave. Let someone else hop in. Thanks All right, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks, Daddy. Go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say? Oh, you're okay. Um, I am a little bit jealous of one team, though. They had a, a really good offense line. I didn't really. I watched a lot of videos of, of the Kansas City Chiefs. 
their line is dominant. So if they so could get some guys like that, I'd tell you the Bengals could be dominant too. So that's that's the thing everybody talks about Kansas City's everybody always talks about Kansas City's offense. You know, their offense is this, their offense is that. Okay. Well, they didn't win a Super Bowl until they got a dominant defense and a def- right. defensive line. And it still comes, they can have all the toys and all this stuff they want. They got to have the offensive line and they got to have the defensive line. Every team that has a shot at winning this Super Bowl has a very good to great offensive or defensive line. Just go, just go watch the games this weekend. Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. And and if the Bengals don't fix that, which is like I said, it's very fixable. I mean, to me, our defense this year should have played a lot better than it did with the guys that we signed. And to me, that's an armadillo, and that's what does scare me about keeping him. If we get better players and we get more guys. I'm not confident he knows how to how to do it yet because of the of the scheme that he said he wanted to play. He wanted to play a three four this year, and he never he never played it. I mean, I don't remember him ever playing it. Do you guys? I mean, did I miss something? Uh, no. Yeah, I, we're, we're we're talking in the single digits of percentages of three four this year. Yeah. I think I'd have to go back and watch, but that'd be my That's guess. It. Yeah, and, and the and like I said, and the performance of the defense put out there on the last game of the year was god awful. That's where I'm just like, I mean, I hope Zach says he has you know say so on the coaching staff, which is great. He should. It's his coaching staff. But I got, I pray he's right because I have not seen anything from Armadillo in the last two years to give me any hope. Now Zach, as far as his offense goes and what he's trying to do, I have seen. Some hope as to where I what I think he wants to do. Armadillo, I haven't, and I'm not. And if you guys know, I'm an optimistic Bengals fan. I try to see the optimistic part of, in this, and I just haven't seen it with Armadillo. I, I I can't think of one game in the two years where, where I'm. Like, you know what, Armadillo, he had a he had a good game plan. You lost a 21 freaking point lead to the Colts. to the Colts. Yeah, <laughs> 21 points. That should they should have they scored 24 straight points against us. He should have been fired on that prevent. Huh? Or was it man to man they played or was it prevent? They I don't know what the hell was that? Was the one where, where he, they'd run down the tight end or wide receiver would go right down the middle of the field? It would be a slant route. He's standing there for like five seconds. Hey, hey, I'm here. Oh, okay, yeah. he's throwing off. And Big was like, Oh, hey, somebody should cover that guy. I'm like, no, no, nah. <laughs> I'm like, he was. <laughs> It was good old fashioned fourth uh four three zone defense. That is exactly what he plays. He backs off, and that's what we do every game. And it seems like we've done that forever. It, start, it seemed like Marvin Lewis done the same thing. You know, we we'd get ahead, we start playing conservative. Yeah. And th- that's and, what drove me nuts about Marvin. Marvin yeah, would, like, okay, all right, we gotta do our job and do a job, but don't mess up. No, do what you did to get the lead. Do the same thing when you got like Joe said it in the interview with Cowhead. He goes, he scored 21 points. He goes, but the NFL, you got to keep your foot on the gas. And he's right. That you got to keep your foot on the gas, offense and defense. You got to go after them all the time. Don't be scared. Be aggressive. Go get them. Go hit somebody. Take them out before they take you out. That's what football is. It's not back up going, oh, okay, you only gave five yards up. Don't give an inch up. That's how you play football. That's how you play winning football. Sorry, yeah, and, and my my thing with that is is I think Lou, if we would have fired him 
I think that would have excited Bengal fans and gave yes. them a little extra hope. Yes. Because this, that display, the last game, which is the game that's supposed to propel you, like I've said, into next season, was a damn embarrassment. And he should be embarrassed. I don't care who you have out there playing. It doesn't matter. Everybody has issues and whatever. But what about Colin Cowherd kissing Joe Burrow's <laughs> ass tonight? Uh-huh. I'm sorry. i got to use the word because it's the truth. That's but watching did. that video, after everything Cowherd has said about Burrow in the past, then once Burrow set the rookie record for passing yards in three games, oh, he does have the it factor. He is it. He's it for the Bengals. He, he is it. To- he compared him to Tony Romo, which, I mean, Tony Romo is a good quarterback. Way better than Tony Romo. Yeah, and this is my thing. You know, it, it, also in that interview, he asked Joe, once you got hurt, yeah, it, it, in a second, in your mind, did you just think? Wait, wait, wait. He, was, he, was ta- he was talking about when he was at Ohio State and he broke his hand. That's what he's talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just, exactly. Clarify, just to clarify yeah. what you're oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And – he said, did you think about just, you know what, becoming a coach or or whatever? You know, did, did you just give it up? Did, you know, whatever. And Burrow's like, not for one second. And I got to tell you something. I respect Joe Burrow for, for saying that. Because if I were Joe Burrow, I would have said, hey, Colin, every dumbass thing you've ever said in your life on this show, one reason you're not on any major, you're on FS1 now. Um, did you think about maybe, you know, becoming a cashier at a grocery store, uh, maybe giving up, you know, maybe some, I mean, what kind of quick, it just, Colin Cowherd says one thing, one second, when he gets somebody on, he, 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 he's a, he's like another, he's a Stephen A. Smith right up there. One, a one B man just made me sick. Yeah. Between Colin and Stephen A. Smith, they're, they have to come out with the stupidest comments, I swear. All right, I'm going to get to Anthony's comment here. Lou's been dreaming of the Ravens defense because we don't have the linebackers to run a 3-4. Okay. We drafted them. That's was – exactly. Who – they drafted who Lou wanted to draft. Exactly. For the 3-4. Lou thought they could, that he could run it with them. So, again, Lou should have been fired. <laughs> you just proved my point, Anthony. <laughs> They drafted them and they yep. signed Josh Blinds. <laughs> I mean, and and Josh Blinds is Anthony, I'm not yelling at you. I'm not yelling at you, but I'm just like, this oh, is no. what drives me nuts. <laughs> just fun football talk. Yeah, they yeah. even said they were going to do a 3 4 in the beginning of the year, but they never done it. Well, so that's why they went and drafted two linebackers exactly. <laughs> in the draft and they signed exactly. another one. That was the point. <laughs> oh, Bobby K, man. I got to disagree. <laughs> uh, got to disagree. Got to disagree. Well, that's because he kisses, uh, you know, the Ravens butt, the Ratbirds butt. That's why he, he he just he does it too much for me. Too much to handle. <laughs> uh, Bungle Fever. I love how Burrow still refers to them as the team up north. Yep, Buckeye for a lot. Yeah, he did say that. But I was surprised he said the team up north. Then he then he said Michigan. I was actually surprised he even said the word. I yeah, thought he, uh, I thought he just said the, the the team up north, but. But, yeah, I mean, it's just my biggest thing is that I've got so many reasons and so many facts and so many things this year of why Lou Amarillo should not be – or, excuse me, Armadillo should not be the defensive coach. It doesn't It doesn't matter. I mean, 
they drafted these players to run this system. He didn't run, and they signed him, and he didn't run it. So, you know, that, that's what's driving me nuts. Are you are you happy that they kept Blue Mike? What's your feeling on it? Oh, I'm I'm more than upset about that. You know, I, Lou should have been gone like towards the end of the year. So, but in my opinion, it, it's it's Zach's call. You know, we can't do nothing about it. We just have I mean, to move I'll, on. I'll it it, it's Zach's call, and if it doesn't get any better, Zach Zach's gonna be fired because he yeah. came out said it's his. It's you know he, he's in charge of it. I'm like, all right, you're yep. in charge of keeping this this guy. He's gonna get you fired because you did. They did what he wanted. They right. did what he wanted. You know, they got the players he wanted, and he still didn't run what he wanted to run. No. And the time the times were when they actually did run it, and they actually played up on on the on the wide receivers. We actually played pretty good for the short bit of time he did it, but it wasn't very yeah. often. Man to man, uh, you know, straight up. Jam him at the line, you know, give the defense a little bit of time because our defensive line sucks. So you had to give them some time to get back there. Jam yeah. these guys. Don't let them run around the field free in zone defense and look for open holes, man. I would, oh, but it would drive me, drive me so crazy. I would sit there and watch the, the TV and, and the cornerbacks would be up on it and they get ready. Huh, huh. And right before they said hike, they'd back off five yards. Like, where are you going? Especially when it's third and four. Where are you going? All you had to do is run a slant five yards first down. A cornerback should never be behind the sticks in third down situations as far as I'm concerned, unless it's at the end of the game and you're just kind of letting them do their thing and run the clock out. But a cornerback behind the sticks when it's third and four, third and five, and they're, you know, three, four yards off the sticks, all the guy's got to do is just run a little – you know, quick slant, boom, there it is. There's your free yardage. Thank you, guys. Come again. We'll see you next year. I mean. Yeah, Bob K says, Burrow is good, which is why you can't afford him to become the next Andrew Luck. Get him a line. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Jack or Bob. I don't know if you guys noticed this year, but I've seen it more times than it should happen, that where the Bengals have them in the third down and eight or third down and nine or third and five, and they do these like slant passes or just any kind of pass. They just stay in there, or defensive players stay in there, wait for the guys to get three or four yards, and then they go up and tackle them. Why well, do that's that? That's because they backed off of them five yards. They don't have the angle to go get them. By right. the time they start running to the direction they're there, you don't have the. It's look. I've never been a cornerback, but coverage is all about angles, and tackles are about angles. You got to get the angle on the guy, and if he's you know, you're back here and he you're back here and he cuts off and goes this way. You gotta go like that instead of following him, you know? I mean right. It's I just I, I hope I like I said I pray that Zach is right. I, I really do, but I do not see especially when they're getting rid of their offensive and defensive line coaches, which those both both I agree with both that. So if you admit that those two should be fired, what I just want to ask Zach, what has Armadillo done to make you think he should be your defense coordinator, that he is going to get you there? Because you did everything he asked you to do. You got him all the players that he wanted, and his defense sucked. I mean, I just – I don't – I want to know what Zach – we'll never find that out, but that's one question I wish the reporters would ask. Why – what has Armadillo done to keep his job? That's a simple question. 
you know. The only game that Armadillo had, and everybody knows what game that is, it was against the Steelers game. They did really good, but what about the other games, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, that, and that's what, again, I, I, I keep going back to the Colt game because that one just drove me absolutely nuts. On the Steelers game, excuse me, Squares game, he kept getting pressure and he kept going after them. And he, the, the cornerbacks played up. They didn't back off every freaking time. And when we had the lead, he cranked up the pressure even more and went after him even more. That, so I'm like, if it worked then, and that's you know that works, why don't you do that all the time? I mean, it's kind of like Zach Taylor. going. We're down 17 points in the last game of the season. You're going to throw it on third down. Fine, throw it on third down. But you better be ready to go for it on fourth down. Why are you not being aggressive? That's the one thing that I did not like that Zach, which he went for it. Was thing he went for it on fourth down? How many times this year? A ton. And I did love that about Zach. Zach would go for it on fourth down. Why didn't you do it in the last game of the year? When and we were like points down. Yeah, we were like I, nine for nine for nine or ten for yes. ten at, at one point on fourth down. Yeah. I mean, I just that, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm just the whole last game. I, the, the whole last game. I think the whole team just mailed it in. We're done. We're going. We're going to go to Cancun. You know. I mean, that's, that's the only thing I think of because nobody showed up to do anything. My my question is: is when they were perfect on fourth down, whose call was it? The Burrows that he's used to doing out of LSU, or was it Zach's? It's oh, Zach's call. Zach's. It's Zach's. The only call Burrow that? gets is he can he can audible out of a play. That's there ain't it. no. Zach, Zach would not give Burrow a call. Shoot, do you think we should go for it? No. If he's asking the quarterback, he doesn't need to be the damn head coach. Yep. It's Zach's call. Now, eventually, Burrow will get into that Peyton Manning type of role and kind of be able to choose between some plays. But his rookie year this year, no. no. And I don't even think Peyton Manning picked if they went for it on fourth down or not. He just got no, to pick the plays. No, that would have been the coach. I mean, that's yeah. – okay. and our, I mean, our defense, you can go back to – when we played the Ravens the first game, we'd already gave up almost a thousand yards passing and almost 650 yards rushing. I mean, yeah. the whole year we, we had about maybe four good games on defense. That's all I can think, really think of. Uh, maybe five. You know, if somebody wants to correct, that's great. But we did not have a great defense consistently not at all, at all, any games, to be honest. Bob, Bob K's got a question for you there, Jeremy. Ohio State question. What is it with Ohio State quarterbacks not excelling at the NFL level? When is the last time an Ohio State quarterback has been good? I'll give you that, man. You know, you can go back to Terrell Pryor. You know, uh, he wasn't that great. Turned into a receiver. It was decent. You know, JT Barrett never really turned into much. Cardell Jones was a third-string quarterback for the Buckeyes, just so you know. Cardell Jones, he was the one I thought was going to be good. But his senior year – or not senior year, his junior year – just was they never could figure out what kind of all it never worked for for him as, as it did in that championship run, you know I don't know why. Yeah, no, he one yeah once that championship run was over, he was he was done. Yeah, um, and, and he had a cannon for an arm, and he had touch in those games he did, and then it was like you caught lightning in the bottle or something. Yeah, you know, but for Fields, you know, let me tell you something. If we didn't have Burrow, I'd take Fields in a minute. Um. I've watched every single game this kid has played. He's had a couple tough games. We were also down about 20-some players each game, which we're going to be again 
Monday, which sucks, but it is what it is. There's no excuses. The Buckeyes want to play. This kid's tough as hell. Um, I don't know if you saw the picture of him getting hit, but somebody took a snapshot just as he was getting hit in the ribs, and he was sideways. And it was just—it's unbelievable. He come back and played in that game, and we still stomped Clemson like we did. And actually, that's another thing I just wanted to mention for the Buckeye people that might be tuning in or might watch this later. That um, my boy, let me see. Um, Luke Farrell, our tight end, said last Friday's semifinal win against Clemson was like a huge weight lifted off of his shoulders and the Buckeyes because it was time for us to get revenge on Clemson. We could not afford to lose two in a row to Clemson and then the committee going in just like they will with Cincinnati and the Bearcats losing and saying, okay, well, this team can't beat Clemson. We are no matter what happens in the championship hey, game. We, I got we my make dog on. Keep talking, all right? I'll be back in a second. You're good. Um, but we may end up getting blown out. You know, I don't know if if we're down. God, what I'm reading, we're 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 down a whole position group as of now. I don't know what's going to happen, but from there on, you know. If you're a Buckeye fan, you just got to be proud to be from Ohio and of what we did to Clemson after what they did to us last year. Wouldn't you agree, Mike? You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, just ask the UC players, you know, when we played Ohio State, you know, we've literally got our butts whooped, you know. But at the time, we just didn't have the players and stuff, and that's not making excuses. Ohio State's better, you know. So, um, but us playing Georgia, that – even though we lost, it showed a lot. And I, I think just watching that game tells me that the Bearcats program, football program, is getting a lot better than what it used to be. So just keep the faith, Bearcat fans, in Ohio State. Yeah, you see, uh, I don't know if you guys saw Bob Kay's, uh, or Jack, his name's Jack, uh, comment. He said Haskins might be worse than Jamarcus Russell. Oh, no. I don't like that. That's kind of rough. Demarcus Russell had a bad attitude. He was a bad teammate. He was fat. Yeah, drinking problem. Come on. <laughs> and he was the number one pick overall. Yeah. Haskins wasn't, so. No, and Haskins is a good kid, and he's he's going to work hard, and hopefully he'll be a good backup for somebody. I, yeah, I, he'll get another shot for somewhere. Bengals interview. Yeah. Yep. O-line coach from Detroit today. Yep. You yep. are correct, Matthew. And Anthony, let's see here. What do you got? Uh, I don't think it's as bad after Gene Smith said, or I don't think it is as bad as Gene Smith says it was. It wasn't significant. Talk about the uh, ribs, I think, for uh, Fields. Oh, I thought he was talking about the players being out. Um, well, either well, way, so. yeah, whatever. Um, maybe, for maybe, one, maybe you talk about the players because I actually had well, that quote of buck nuts. But still, you know, the ribs—that's not something easy. That's not oh, something fun to play with. Heck no. Um, but he's going to do it, and the Buckeyes want to play, and we're going to play. And like I said, if we got to put the water boys on the field, we will. They don't have to be down with Gatorade at the end of the game, all right? Once we win, he goes shake that hand. That's good enough. We'll take the trophy home with us, and five years ago, we'll put it right next to that one, and then maybe next year we'll just add another one to it. Yeah, he's talk- uh, Anthony says he's talking about the players, yeah, not the- not Fields. There yeah, we well, they, uh, there's been reports that we've got, like, groups out. 
such as linebackers, offensive line. So, but it doesn't yeah, matter. Are they are they actually I, sick? Or are they just positive, or were they just around? I, I, they, they, they they never really want to tell you. But yes, yeah, so, so how come Ohio State keeps all. having? As well as, how come Ohio State keeps having all this these issues and nobody else does? <laughs> because know? the Big Ten makes you sit out twenty one days and all these crazy right. rules. That's yeah, yeah, stupid. That, that, that kind of brings me to my point. What the hell? The Big Ten is still trying to justify their stupid ass decision to not play at the beginning of the year. They're still trying to do it, and they're hurting their only team's chance to win a national championship. That doesn't make any freaking sense to me, especially when you got all these colleges are crying poor because we don't have no money coming in because students aren't there. Yada yada yada. Well, if you want a national championship, that might bring you some more uh, money in, and that would go to the Big Ten. So why wouldn't you do what you can to help them win? Or, you know, why do you make it? I, I just, I don't know. The <laughs> fact of the matter is, Ryan Day said, doesn't matter about those players. We have plenty of players to go play on Monday night. We don't want to reschedule. There's no excuses. We're going to go in with whoever we got, and we're going to bring everything we got. And if it's not enough, it's not enough. But if it is, how great would that be? But man, to go two and zero on Alabama, mm-mm-mm. that would—I mean, that would just—that'd make my New Year right there. Yeah, I think I think Jeremy might be running around the his house in Alabama naked, like woohoo! Oh, you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. Just, <laughs> We're going streaking, boys. We're going streaking. Well, that's right. Come on, I, honey. I do agree with Crown Apple, though. I've seen his comment where that the Bengals should hire Willie. Anderson as an offensive line coach. Oh, I like he's him. yeah, but he's never been a coach. I mean, so, I mean, I, I think Willie Anderson is a great player, um, but he's never been a coach. I think so, he could teach some players well, how to play the game. I, I don't. You don't know that. Great players. We don't know about anybody though. I know, but but statistically or whatever, how you want to say it, great players usually don't make great coaches. I mean, they don't. Because they get pissed off because these can't, guys can't do what you did, you know. So I, I, I mean, yes, he could be. I'm not. I'm not trying to squash your idea, but he, yeah, you should. They should definitely consider it. But I'm not saying yes. Go get him for sure because that that has happened so many times. And the thing is, they can't get this wrong. This 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 is the only two coaching jobs that they are or coaching yeah coaching jobs they are switching. And they can't ridiculous. get it wrong. Yeah, yeah I would rather get uh, nothing against Willie Anderson. But if you have a proven offensive line coach out there, I'd rather get him than Willie. And I love Willie. There's nothing against him. But if you're only changing two coaches, you cannot get them wrong. Just my opinion. Yeah, that's true. But you know when you know when you look, my God, we threw Zach Taylor in there out of one year in the NFL or whatever, two years in the NFL, and you know, and he's our head freaking coach. Uh, that's why you can't make the same mistake. Well, but we kept him. You know, so. I, I can I could see something like Willie Anderson with his attitude, the way he is as a human being. He just seems like the type of guy that you would respect, look up to, want to listen to. And I don't know, but I, I don't offensive line coach. You know, yeah. we should have got rid of all. We should have got rid of Lou. We should have got rid of all of them. Yeah, but we didn't, and this is what we have to work with. So that's what I'm right. saying. You, we're I'm talking about here now. And, the actual facts of what we have to work with. We have to work with, yeah. we got to find an offensive line coach. We got to find a defensive line coach. You got to get those right. And I, like I said, I'm not saying Willie's a good coach, bad coach. I have no idea, but no, if this no, guy from Detroit and you know, is a proven coach, 
I'll take that over. Well, I th- he's Willie Anderson. You know, he was a great offensive lineman. Doesn't mean he's gonna be a great coach. That's all I'm saying. Uh, did you did you guys hear the quote this week about Willie? What's up? A Hall of Fame. Um, now, what do they call those guys? Uh, voter, I guess. Consideration. Yeah. He got um, considered. Oh, thank you. Yeah, said he should, yeah exactly. He should have been in a long time ago. But uh, said, you know, he's uh, he, he in his he's mind, getting closer. with his vote, yeah, he should but definitely make it to the Hall of Fame. I don't know if anybody heard that. How many times have they said that about Ken Anderson uh, in, the, in the 80s and 90s? Oh, he's getting closer. Oh, he's getting closer. And then he got farther away. Then he got farther away. And then people forget about him. I mean, now he's gone. I mean, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm just. I mean, I, I hope Willie should be in. Ken Riley should be in. Ken Anderson should be. I can just. Riley should guys. be in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ken Riley. That's what I just said. Ken Riley should be in. I mean, I can yeah. list the guys who should be in. And that's where we've talked about this at the beginning of the year. This is where the Bengals and Mike Brown need to have a ring of honor. They need to bring these guys back, and they need to get them out in public to everybody outside of Cincinnati to remind people how good these guys were. You know, the only reason Anthony Munoz is in the Hall of Fame is because he is the greatest left tackle to ever play the game. That's it. If he he wasn't, he wouldn't be in there because he played for the Bengals because we don't promote our our former players. And that is the biggest problem and biggest reason, I think, that we don't have more than one Hall of Famer in there because it's not like we don't have guys that aren't uh, l- legit to be in there. Ken Riley is fifth, <laughs> fifth in interceptions right now. It is absolutely a crock of crap that he's not in. He was third when he, or he was either third or leading when he retired in 1983. It's 2021. The man passed away. He should have been in there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, oh. it, it fires me. It's so stupid. And it's just because they retire. And we're the Bengals, and we're all oh, we're just a terrible organization. We've never been good. Bull crap. We have been good, and we have had great players, and they need to be it's, represented in the Hall of Fame. It's definitely yeah. frustrating. <laughs> and, and Willie needs to come back and sign a one day contract and be you know uh, re- re- completely retired as a Bengal. And we need to make a ring of honor, like you said. And that's actually what's being brought up with this new deal to revamp the stadium mm-hmm. uh, in twenty twenty five. And that's a lot they can do right now. Part of. Right now. Yeah, yeah paint, paint a stripe orange and you put their names up there with their number. You could do that Whatever. right now. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to have Anthony Munoz back for one year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Better than Bobby Hart. Oh. Yeah. I think Anthony Munoz, Munoz is in the 60s, so he, he might not be. <laughs> he might not be, might not be as good. I don't know. All right, boys. I think we're going to. Head this thing up and rolling out of here because my Bearcats, or I should say mine and Mike's Bearcats are playing tonight. And they're going to get their first, not first, so they're going to get their second, I'll try this again, their third win of the year. First win in five. They're going to win tonight. They're going to change. And like I said, I appreciate all you guys in Bearcat country that watched the show yesterday. I really do. But if you guys are watching the show on any of these, on Bengals Nation, Bearcat country, do me a favor, go to the YouTube channel and watch it. I had, like I said, 200-something views on um, Melvin Levitt yesterday, which is awesome. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I do it for you guys. That is great. And it was all on Bearcat Country. And like I said, I only got like 60 or 70 on the YouTube channel. So if you guys can just watch it on the YouTube channel, that would be great. I would greatly appreciate it. Now, brings you to the Facebook groups that we all help run. They are Bengals Nation 
Bearcats country, Reds country, Cyclones country, and we don't run this one, but we are live streaming on it, is Ohio State Bucknuts. Now, I'll be pulling the sound off this, put it on the podcast later on tonight, so make sure you guys go listen to it, like, rate, and review. Give me a five-star review. I'm on BeanPod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and me and this moron right here. Do some silly TikToks that you guys might like. We're kind of crazy. YouTubers, like I said, please watch the show there. Like, subscribe. I'm at 794 subscribers. I'm trying to get to 1,000 as fast as I can. I appreciate all you guys. Tell tell your friends, tell your neighbors about Strawberry Ice. Jeremy D. Let us roll on out of here. We will roll on out. Um, So a couple quick ones coming in. Just want to say, yes, uh, the Bengals also need a fan fest. I I do believe that, like the Reds. Yeah, that would be be awesome. Right right now with COVID, Um, we can't do any of that crap. Can't do nothing. (laughs) We've never even done it in the past. So it would be something to look forward to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, the Bengals did. Yeah. Um, The offensive line coach from the Lions. Yep. Uh, Yep. He got in a little late there, KB. But it's all good, brother. Yep. Uh, because we will see you tomorrow. Either. And as always, always, I got one thing to tell you, and I always want you to remember that you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Who day? Let's kill this draft. Keep watching the show. And let's do the damn thing. Who day? Who day? <laughs> oh, my bad, Who day? Yeah. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!